This is Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders, and this week on the podcast, we'll be navigating and picking up our conversation through some essential topics like managing those RMDs and tax-saving opportunities and even looking at some of the often overlooked emotional and other aspects of retirement and the retirement journey this week on part two of end-of-year financial planning for 2023 with Mike Flanders. Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast at Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders here with me once again to finish up our conversation from a couple of weeks ago on some end of the year financial planning items for the year 2023. So we went through and did some general planning and investment conversation last time, taxes, insurance, and healthcare. And if you didn't check out the podcast, go check that out uh, on Apple or Google or Spotify. You can find all that information at spcinvesting.com, which is Mike's website, or just type in strategic planning with Mike Flanders in the search box of whatever app you use for podcasting, but um, you didn't have to, you know, you don't have to listen to the last one to listen to this one, but it's certainly not a bad idea as there's some good stuff in there to ponder for the end of the year. So we're going to pick it up with some more items with Mike this week. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm great. I'm just recovering still from a few weeks ago um, when uh, daylight savings time uh, <laughs> occurred. Um, and you know, you know how you always hear that in your, um, smoke detectors you need to change your battery each year when it's daylight savings time well we got a real good reminder of that because right in the middle of the night i don't remember what time it was two o'clock three o'clock all of a sudden all the fire or, or excuse me the smoke alarm started going off in our house yeah. and these things they don't just go you know loud beeping but they start some voice starts yelling fire fire oh, wow you know, really like, uh, really what's going on i have never you know, just, seen that before that's wild I know it was really strange, and uh, you, you know the uh, the Christmas song about, um, or the or poem I should say about the guy jumping out of bed and fly flying oh, to yeah, the yeah, window yeah. and mm-hmm. throw up the sash. Yeah, I, I'm that's man. We bounded out of bed. <laughs> See what in the world? I bet I would have freaked out, scared the, scared <laughs> the pajipas out of you. Somebody yelling fire. Fire, yeah, right. Well, obviously, no, we didn't smell any smoke. We didn't see anything uh, in the dark. Yeah, you can see in the dark. Yeah, right. And. Uh, but it, it, it was, uh, I, we don't know what happened. Maybe a power surge set them off. I don't know. But um, anyway, wow. it reminded me that, oh, I didn't change the um, batteries in those. So it's a good, it was a good reminder to do that. And, yeah, um, for sure. Bonus, so thinking bonus about, tip you know, for the end of the year. <laughs> say, well, yeah, that's right. I was thinking yeah. about, you know, here's end of the year. It's a good time to do some things that you, you know, kind of tag on to other things. So end of year, we start thinking about some of these things that, hey, we really ought to think about. We really ought to do something about this. Yep. And so put it on the counter and get it done. It's just like I need to get those batteries changed in that uh, exactly. smoke detectors. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's some items to talk about here on the end of the year planning conversation part two. So yeah. let's talk lifestyle and income a little bit, right? So that's you know what you were just describing there is a bit of the lifestyle, making sure we <laughs> check those smoke detectors and whatnot. But also, you know, think about... If we're getting closer to retirement or as the year's winding down, we're getting super hectic, right? Anyway, right? Because now it's the holiday season. As a matter of fact, we're dropping this. Uh, we're taping this a little bit early, but at the time folks are going to be able to hear this, we're dropping this a couple days prior to our normal Thursday uh, podcast mm. releases because it's Thanksgiving week. So happy Thanksgiving go. to everybody and to you, Mike, right? We're going to drop this yeah, on Tuesday you, beforehand. So it's not quite Thanksgiving yet when Mike and I are chatting, but 
we'll still say happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's but, right. We won't need any turkey today. That's right. No but we're starts. busy, right? So we're busy and we're always busy. There's more to it. So you got to factor those things into our lifestyle. And so let's talk about budgeting a little bit first, Mike. Maybe the, the income streams or the Social Security as the year's winding down. And certainly people are still feeling the pinch. Like my wife was at the store the other day looking for the turkey, uh, by the way, mm-hmm. like I said, since we're taping this a little bit early. And she's like, they're still not on sale. It was 60 bucks. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Right. Wow. And so <laughs> or a bird <laughs> for a bird. Right. So, I mean, we all know prices are still high. Right. So that's, those are things to look at at the end of the year. They are. And, you know, there's a lot of other things that aren't as, um, you know, don't stand out as much to us like that. You know, we have a $60 turkey. Things like, um, you know, automatic drafts from your bank account that you set up maybe years ago. Yeah, and yeah. they're still coming out and you don't even use them. And they just have become so passe that we don't even pay attention to them. Uh, I like to sit down once a quarter. This is how I do my budgeting. Sit down once a quarter, pull out the credit card, pull out the um, bank statement and list everything that we spent during that quarter and uh, then say, you know, is this necessary? It's not like we're, we're saying, can we afford it per se? But it's more of, is it necessary? Is it something that is really benefiting and adding something to us? And if it's not, it's on the chopping block, mm, you know, and, mm. and that helps keep those things short accounts, you know, with things where they don't build up and, and go on and become unnoticeable over time. Right. Uh, I like to look at things like the uh, cell phone bills and the internet uh, bills. Uh, we don't do cable, but, you know, if you have cable bills, things like that. Oh, all the streaming stuff act stacks up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They And they creep them up a little bit uh, mm-hmm. periodically, you yes, know. Sir. They figure you're not going to notice it. Um, so I'll tell you this. Call these companies and tell them, hey, I need to cancel my service. And they'll say, why? And say, I can't afford it anymore. It's just you keep on raising the rates. I can't afford it. And they'll send you to the retention department. And when you get to the retention department, you repeat yourself and say, I need to cancel my account because it's too expensive. I can't afford it. And they'll make you an offer to keep you and drop the rate. Uh, what was it? Pandora? I have Pandora to use at uh, events and things like that as background music and stuff. And and we enjoy it, too, at home. Uh, we'll put it on the TV and turn on for some background music and things like that, particularly during Christmas and the holidays. And I think that it gotten up to $10.66 a month. I'm just billing me for it. And that that's where you don't have the ads and all that kind of stuff. Well, I called them and I said, hey, uh, you know what? I just need you to cancel. This is too expensive. They said, well, how about if we dropped it to $5.33? <laughs> right, right. I said, sure, you dropped it to $5.33. 50% savings right there. Boom. And so, you know, you do that kind of stuff. Did it with, uh, what's the radio? Satellite radio, X, uh, Sirius XM. And uh, I think it was like $29, $30 a month they were charging me. And, um, it, you know, they bumped it up and I, I got them to go back down to $7.99. So, I mean, eh, it's a good deal. I don't like that anyway. I hardly ever listen to it, but when we're traveling. I mean, but, it, but it's the point, right? You, there's certainly ways to do that if you want, right? I mean, you know, yeah. they, and if, if they don't bring it down for you, then just let it go. Let it go. That's exactly right. And and there are some things that we do that we do just cut them because we say, mm, not use them, get rid of it, not worth it, get rid of it. 
Yep. So exactly. that, that kind of stuff is good to do uh, as far as budgeting and lifestyle and all that. Because it does thing. all cre- sure. it does all creep up, right? So I mean, there's lots of those little things, and you know, and that maybe even includes also something like Social Security earnings, right? Like if you haven't mm-hmm. filed that yet, so the end of the year it's getting close, right? So let's just say that you're getting closer in age to turning on Social Security, and and uh, you know, take a look, make sure that the numbers reporting is right as well, right? Yep. So that those yep. uh, benefits um, are. Accurate. I found an error the other uh, uh, t- a few years ago in 2008 where they had had my numbers wrong. So you, you really need to check those periodically and just make sure that they are correct. It can make a big difference. Yep, exactly. So those are some little things there you can do. And then from that lifestyle standpoint, as I mentioned, right, don't forget to, as the year is busy and the year's winding down, don't forget just, you know, the emotional side of planning, right? Make sure that you're identifying things you want to accomplish in the new year, kind of like mm. with resolutions or whatever. But how does that yeah. factor into your retirement budget, you know, and so on and so forth? Yeah, exactly. What do you what do you want to have your life stand for? What kind of impacts do you want to make? I mean, with your family, with friends, the business associates, what whatever the case may be. And uh, yeah, do some of that kind of planning. And and so what what might be some expensive? Does it mean getting together with people maybe that we haven't been as fastidious about uh, building and maintaining that relationship? So is it going to be, be some additional costs for some travel? Examine it. See how it fits into the budget. See where I can cut other things. If I need to, in order to provide for that, there's a lot of a lot of different things like that we can consider. Yep, absolutely. All right, so let's talk a little bit about real estate and relocation as a year end item, Mike. So from this standpoint, yeah, the the you know the rates right now are not great, right? The housing mm-hmm. prices are still pretty high, but you know if it was on your planning strategy to talk about downsizing, do you just wholesale can it because the rates are high, or is it still worth that conversation? I think it still could be certainly worth it because depending on what you sell your old place for, if you're downsizing, you know, you might be able to offset that a little bit. So what, what's some thoughts here? Yeah. I mean, and there are a lot of reasons and a lot of things that could offset it too. Uh, you're right. It, uh, rates are high. They're about 8%, I think it is. And in fact, I remember our first house, uh, wow, when was this? 1980, 1979, eight and a half percent. And we thought we were being just gouged, you know, and, um, but yeah, we're, we're there again. And, um, right. It, it seems as though maybe things are moderating a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. But um, if if you uh, are downsizing, and um, particularly if you don't have a mortgage, I mean, so who cares? I mean, you're going to pay cash for the new house. Uh, if if you have a mortgage still, maybe it allows you to pay the um, mortgage off and downsize to something a little more manageable in, in your later years and and eliminate the mortgage or reduce it greatly. It might be at a higher rate, but maybe a lot less mortgage than what you had. Uh, so, it, like you said, Mark, it is worth having the discussion and considering it, putting a few numbers to it and seeing what it looks like. Another thing that can offset um, maybe if you do have to still carry a mortgage, the, the higher rates, what could offset it might be if you were going to make a, a move to a more tax-friendly state. You know, we have uh, Tennessee to our west that has no state income tax. Uh, Florida is a big, uh, in Texas are big, right. uh, popular locations for that. And there are others where there's no income tax on the state level that can make a big difference and, and might uh, offset any additional costs if you are carrying a mortgage on a new house and, 
that would go on for a long time too. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, it may not be the piece that that wags the retirement dog, right? Yeah. But it certainly, yeah. if it was part of the initial plan, don't mm-hmm. just wholesale chuck it out the window because you know we're in a right. weird time right now. Still, run those numbers with your financial professional and see. And it also is going to depend a lot on like I was just talking with somebody the other day, Mike, who uh, was able to sell their place and they pocketed about two hundred thousand after everything was mm-hmm. all said and done. Now, yeah. granted, we know home prices are still really high. And the conversation was, if I was trying to get the same kind of place that I had currently that mm-hmm. we sold in a different state, yes, I wouldn't have made any money. But because we were yeah. downsizing to a condo, we were able to actually put, you know, get money onto the condo from the sale mm-hmm. and still pocket the extra 200000 which they then used to shore up their retirement. So it could yeah. be possible. Oh, yeah. A lot of opportunities like that. And, and like you say, just you don't just look at uh, a cursory view of what's going on out in the economy because it may really not apply to your circumstance. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's yeah. easy, right? You go 8%. Pff, screw ah, that. I'm not, that. Yeah. I'm not. And I'll say this too. <laughs> uh, you know, over the uh, last 10 years right. uh, or, or more, it's gotten easier to do refinances. So, I mean, if right. there's you a could always do it for need, a couple of years. Yeah. 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 There's a real need to make the move now and you have to bite the bullet on an 8% loan or 7% or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in a couple of years, rates are back down and you can refinance. And, yeah. and may, not, may not get back down to 2.75 like we saw <laughs> just a little bit back in 2021, but right. uh, but certainly I could see you know four or five coming back into play. So Sure, sure. Uh, all right, let's change it up here a little bit. Technology, let's talk about some year-end items here. Really, I kind of wanted to, to talk mostly about end-of-the-year scammers, right? Mm. The scammers are always out there, but it seems like yes. when we get to November and December, boy, they really crank it up with all the holiday mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, they really do. Um, I've had several people recently have some scammers uh, get on the phone with them and get into their computer. You know, they they clicked on a link in the computer saying that they were being um, they were infecting the internet or they were causing viruses oh, to be yeah, spread. Don't and, do that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Um, and. I think Mark, you had mentioned to me one time about something going on with his Amazon. Yeah, actually, I just got like it myself today. So oh, my really? mom was asking me last week. She says, "Hey, I got a notification that my Prime membership's ending." Um, she's like, "So I guess I need to figure that out." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just auto bill you." I, I was like, "I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had to do anything with you know my Prime membership." With mm-hmm. Amazon, I was like, so if you got a phone call or an email, I was like, don't call it, click it or anything. If you're yeah. concerned, call Amazon directly. Like right. look, up, look up the number, go on the app, whatever. And, and yep. re- you reach out to them through their, you know, their proper channel versus something else you've clicked. And yep. that was last week. And then today, earlier today, I happened to see an email popped up in my email and it said, your Prime membership ended. And I was like, ah. There we go. That's <laughs> yep, the ticket. And so looking at the, uh, I looked at it in safe mode and it was an email that wasn't even registered to Amazon. Right. So, yes. but you wouldn't see that if you're not paying attention. So just, you know, kind of keep your head on a swivel out there. Yeah. Don't, don't respond to anything that is just not routine that you've, uh, you've seen many times. I mean, yeah. even be careful about that. Like, I, I like what you just said there. Look at the email address. If it's right. not coming from that company and that company alone, I don't mean like Amazon dot uh, check your email. And you have to. Com. Yeah, exactly. You have to watch that because they can do that. Right. They can get yes, the name. and part of the, Yep. They can get it in part of the full address, but it's not really right. accurate. So exactly. So. Just I I wish that uh, the uh, ISPs would uh, police that a little bit better as far as not letting people. Can you imagine how tough that is, though? Right? There's probably so much stuff that 
that gets Ugh. flooded. They probably actually do already cut through a ton of that stuff to begin yeah, with. Yeah, maybe so. You know, but, but that's, yeah, just, that's a great just, point. Like, call them directly. Just call directly. Yeah. Yep. Look, I mean, it might be hard to find that number. Don't give up. Don't use the number they put in the email or mm-hmm. the text or whatever. But look that number up, find it, and call them directly. Yep. Yes. Because, I mean, we all hate scammers. It's so annoying. It's oh, yeah. one of those things where you're like, really? Like, is this what you really want to do with your life is try to rip people <laughs> off? You know, it's very frustrating. They need to do some year-end planning. Yeah, they need. They do. <laughs> they need some year-end planning. All right. And then finally, let's just finish off with some general wealth considerations as the year's winding down. We talked a little bit about in the prior episode about QCDs, right, a little bit mm-hmm. from that charity standpoint. But what about just, you know, gifting to your heirs or just, you know, other charitable contributions or charitable things to ponder, especially this time of the year? Yeah. Um, you know, if if that's something that is going to be helpful for your heirs, uh, if it's something that's not going to damage your situation where you might have to go back to the heirs later and say, hey, I could use some help based on that money I gave you. I really needed to keep it, you know, then and, and you want to do some gifting. Uh, that's it's a, it's a great time to consider it. Um, you know, it's the holiday season. People are thinking about those kinds of things. And there are certain limits that you want to stay within, and those limits might be a little different than what you might, you might be thinking. Right now, under the current tax law, you can give away up to about twelve and a half, almost thirteen million dollars. You and if you're married, your spouse can do that amount too. So you know, twenty five to twenty six thousand dollars range, uh, not thousand million dollars uh, that you can give away during your lifetime and pay zero gift tax. That's right. Zero gift tax. Now, you've probably heard that it's either and, you know, people have all these numbers that they've heard in the past 10,000, 12,000, 15,000, 17,000 is the current annual gift exclusion amount. And a lot of times people get stuck on that thinking, oh, all I can give away to uh, outside of charity. You can give any amount you want to to charity. But uh, and pay no gift tax. But uh, the the amount to gifts, uh, gifting to like uh, relatives or friends or something like that, it, it's limited to seventeen thousand dollars. If you don't want to have to file a gift tax return, now if you don't mind filing a gift tax return, which by the way is a one page document that you file with the income tax return for the year in which you made the gift, and it's very easy to complete. Uh, even an idiot like me can do it. <laughs> but no, seriously, it is really easy to do. You can exceed that annual exclusion amount. You report the gift. The IRS keeps a track of it. And if you ever end up giving away more than that 12 and a half or 13 million, and by the way, that gets adjusted each year, uh, it's indexed to inflation. If you ever get uh, to that point where you get away more than that, then you, you get into some gift taxes, which are... Um, coordinated with the estate tax. So there's some good reasons to possibly do some of that. It's just something you need to have a good conversation with your attorney, your tax professional, your financial advisor. All of those folks are adept at talking about those kinds of things. And it'd be good to have a conversation if you do want to do some of that kind of stuff where you're exceeding that $17,000 limit. Not a big deal, but uh, and then, you know, there are people where it is a big deal. I mean, you know, that are multi-billionaires. I mean, sure. Jeff Bezos with uh, or Bezos, however you pronounce right, his name, right. with Amazon, he might have a little difficulty with some of that stuff. But most of us don't. 
And uh, so you do have a little more flexibility than what you might have been led to believe you have. For sure. For sure. All right. And then let's do the final one real quick here, Mike, and we'll wrap it okay. up. And end of the year, don't forget to just check those documents and estate planning pieces. Just make sure things are in good order uh, as the year's winding down. You know, did you have a new uh, addition to the family this year or uh, subtraction, right? Did you someone pass away and we need to change some documents or whatever? Right. Right. Yes. It's like the uh, battery and the smoke detector. There you go. Take that, you know, check those things once a year. We don't like to think about that much. I mean, you know, we think, oh, I did that. I took care of that issue. Check that off. And I, it's not a lifetime check mark. It's just a periodic check mark. Mm -hmm. Go back and review it. Make sure it's right. I am dealing with different situations this year where people thought something was one way. And then it turns out after the person passed, it was not that way. And it can cause a little bit of difficulty sometimes. It can cause a lot of difficulty at other times. So it, it is worth reviewing periodically. Things change, like you just said, Mark. And so you want to review, make sure, are my estate documents still doing what I planned for them to do? And yep. that has to do not only like wills and trusts, but healthcare powers of attorney and powers of attorney and living wills, things like that. So check them out. And, yep. uh, you know, and just update them. It's quick fix usually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. You don't have to. And and when you're getting together for the holidays, it's a good time to just have those conversations too, right? Mm -hmm. With uh, with your aging parents, or you know, even with your kids, things that you want to share with them. If they're even if they're grown adults and they're coming over with their family, it's a good time for you to say, "Hey, listen, let's take ten minutes and and talk mm -hmm. about a few things," right? So yeah, you can always schedule like a, a full financial meeting with your professional, you know, for the first of the new year. But just have those conversations with your family as well as the year's winding down. So yeah, that, sort of like getting it on the radar. Yeah, so exactly. Follow up with yep, it. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that's some end of the year planning items we've shared with you over the last couple of weeks. As I mentioned, we're taping this a little before Thanksgiving, but we're dropping it the week of Thanksgiving. So we hope that everybody has a happy and safe holiday season with their family. And uh, of course, if you need some help from that strategic planning side, he might have some turkey recipes too. I don't know, but reach hey. out to Mike at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com and uh, share the podcast with others that might benefit from the message as well. And Mike, thanks for hanging out, my friend. It's been great. And I just hope everyone does have a happy and a safe holiday season. Don't run into too much traffic with the travel and enjoy the family. Absolutely. And we'll catch you next time here. We'll be back for more in December with Mike Flanders right here on Strategic Planning. Of course, Mike is a financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation. And you can find him online at spcinvesting.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.